0: Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show Podcast. On this episode, we chat with Teddy Allen. Teddy Buckets, the MVP of the CEBL, has signed a deal to return to the Winnipeg Seabares. And then Skyler Peters offers his favorite Super Bowl prop bets coming up on the podcast. The Winnipeg Seabares have made a big move to kick off free agency in the Canadian Elite Basketball League bringing back last year's MVP, Teddy Allen, a.k.a. Teddy Buckets. 25-year-old from Phoenix was awesome in the Bears' inaugural season, averaged just over 27 points per game, led the team in rebounds, assists, and steals as well, in some part because he played a league-leading 36 minutes per game, tied the league's single-game scoring record with 42 points at the eventual champion, Scarborough. He tied the league record for three-pointers made in a single game with nine. That was a different game, by the way. And he led the Seabars to a 12-8 and record, a home playoff game. He scored 35 points in their playoff loss to Edmonton. That's the single-game playoff record in this young league entering its sixth season. Right now, Allen is playing in England with the Leicester Royals of the British Basketball League. He's averaging about 22 points per game in that league. That's where he was when I caught up with him earlier today when I was at the home studio in Selkirk. How's life in UK different from Canada and the US?
1: Uh, I mean... Well, at least the places I I be at in the U.S., the sun never shines, it seems like, out here. It's, like, always gloomy. At le- it's not cold, like, you know, Winnipeg or, like, the Midwest in the States, though. Like, it's not, like, snowy and all icy every day. But it's just, it's like, like, to y'all it would probably be, like, a little chilly, you know? But, uh, it, and it kind of rains a lot. It's kind of just, like, gloomy all the time. But, um... It's all right. I mean, the roads are kind of, the roads are super, like, thin. Feels, like, very com- compacted. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. How's the basketball out there? I mean, I think, I think there's a lot of talent, you know. I, I I think I play a lot of places. I feel like there's always, like, a lot of talent uh, everywhere. You know, obviously, there's some teams out here that invest a little more into their team than others, so... It kind of varies with that, but I feel like overall, as a league, there's there's a lot of talent.
0: So, why did you uh, want to go over there to play?
1: I mean, for me, it was just about you know building my resume. You you kind of have to you kind of have to go through some bouts overseas to um, get to the the higher the bigger higher contracts and, you know Euro League, you know France A things like that. So just figured it was a good stepping stone Um, and I had uh, switched, I had changed agents because I had some, I had some contracts, you know, kind of fall through and just a lot, just things that that I didn't feel like was being handled right with my situation coming off with Canada. So, so it got to be December and I kind of just, and I got a new agent and they just thought, they just found this for me. And. Figured it would be a good spot because for me, it's just kind of about going to a team and proving I can, proving I can contribute overseas, and um, you know, and like play like a whole year, you know. Right.
0: So, when did the negotiation process begin to come back to Winnipeg for another year with the Sea
1: I mean, for me, me and Mike, T talk. You know, we talk every week, basically. So. Um, he's he was vocal about me coming back, you know, pretty much, you know, as soon as the season was over and, you know, I was on the same page as him, you know, I feel like we kind of feel like, I'm sure other people in the organization feel like this as well, like, it's kind of like our baby, you know, we opened it up um, the inaugural season and it went so well, so it's kind of like, you know, we want to run it back and and bring, bring even more to the city because the fans are amazing and they appreciate us so much and it makes you want to, you know, it makes you want to go back and do, do it again and do it better this time, you know? So, I mean, for me, it was, all, if I was going to play in the CBL, it was always going to be with Winnipeg. And I, and I think ever since the season ended, Mike T knew he was going to be uh re-signing me. So we kind of just, you know, stay in touch. We talked about, talked about it, um, th- throughout the months and he, and as soon as, you know, the, the, free agency open you know he told me like we're about to, about to send you send you the offer so and you know I didn't have to even think about it
0: how much fun was season one in Winnipeg
1: man it was a lot of fun you know I kind of went into it not knowing what to expect um but just with the high class organization that that uh Bears run over there and you know the fans that just accepted us and wanted us and loved us so much it was kind of just like it was it was kind of everything you want as a hooper honestly you know you you want to play in the packed out gyms you want to play for a city that cares and uh you want to play for an organization that takes care of the guys and I think on all those fronts that that they're a one so it's it was really it was a great summer for me
0: well, yeah, you were named mVP of the c e b l What do you think it was about the coaching style, the team dynamic that allowed you to flourish so much in Winnipeg?
1: I mean, I think from the jump, you know Mike T had me we, we in our talks before the season over there he he would he would tell me like i i want you like we think you're an mVP in this league. you know we're bringing you in we're we're building this around you, and uh I feel like for me that's just allowed me to just lock in and be myself. And, you know, Mike T always encouraged me to be myself. And I think that's what, that's what helped me flourish. Cause um, he wanted me to be in that leadership role. And, and I just think, you know, I feel like the guys just kind of gravitated towards me and there wasn't any, uh, there wasn't any, you know, animosity, pride, stuff like that. You know, everybody was just there to win and play their role and coach, coach is great about letting everybody know like what he wants them to do and what their role is. So he let me know what mine is and he wanted me to be a leader. And I feel like I was able to lead them guys and they allowed me to lead them. So it just worked out good.
0: So was that your first time playing with target score? How, what's your experience been like going into last year's C's season regarding how the game finishes?
1: No, I, uh, I actually played for Scarborough the year before for like five or six games because I came after summer league. um, I came after summer league the year before the summer before last. Um, And I played like the last three, four games of already. Like it was literally probably the last deadline to sign new players that I came. And, and then we made it to the championship. um, And like, I was starting with them and everything playing well, but, Obviously, I came in very late, so my role was a lot different than it was with Winnipeg. But I had seen the target score before. But I think this, this uh, the next year, obviously, with Sea bears like, with me being there the whole season and really understanding the league and how it works, like, I was, I got to, like, learn about it more. And I think it makes for a real um, competitive game and an interesting back and forth throughout the game because you have to play it differently, you know, knowing that. Whatever the score is going to be, you're going to have to either score nine or score more than that if you're not winning, you know so it's it's interesting because it's kind of like the the fight before the fight, and then once the fight is, before the fight is over, the fight is really on, you know, mm-hmm. so it kind of creates a a really competitive game, and uh I think fans love it, and I feel like the higher levels of basketball that adapt that rule, they would be surprised by the intrigue it would bring like. I couldn't even imagine if the league did that. Like, it would be really competitive, and um, it would be great basketball to watch.
0: Because I I know there were a number of times, you know, you're watching the NBA. It's a 20-point game, 15-point game with four minutes left. You know there's like a 99.9% chance this game is over. Whereas in the CEBL, we saw it with your team a number of times. You're up like 15 going into target score time. Other team goes on a run. And next thing you know, we got a dogfight and it's like a two point game, right? And and it comes out of nowhere. Exactly. It, the it's, dynamic completely changes. I love it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's you know, it's it's old fashioned basketball. You know, you you go to the rec and what are they playing to? They're playing to fifteen. It's a hard target score and, and people and once it gets closer to ten, eleven, twelve people are really, you know, going and I think it's like the same thing, you know, guys guys are competing all game and then they're like, Oh man, it's time, like we really gotta lock in and then it just becomes crazy, you know.
0: As the first free agent signed here by the Sea for 2024, do you have now some input on who else is going to come back? Are you going to be in the ears of some other teammates to say,
1: "Hey, you should come back to Winnipeg"? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, i've already I've already talked with my fair share of uh, former teammates and um, guys guys who I feel like would be a fit. You know, Mike T has been vocal with me about. Uh, guys, he wants to bring on, and guys, he wants me to talk to. So, I feel like th- I've always been a part of that. I mean, at, at, a, and to the same point, like you know, I'm I'm a player, like I've, I'm in my lane. But like, if there's something I could do to help or getting a guy's ear, I for sure, I've I've I for sure done that.
0: So, what do you think is the maybe the biggest area you'd like to improve on going into this season?
1: Um, maybe, uh, I mean, I just want to, I just want to just continue to figure out my, figure out what my team needs me to do and just try to, try to go from there. Like it'll be hard to rival, like the numbers I put up last year, like I'm sure I could put them up, but you never know what the team is going to be asking of me this year. You know, like maybe they want me to rebound more. Maybe I'll need to, you know, uh, run, run the team more, you know, have some more, find some more guys, you know. So you never know. I just want to, you know, try to come in healthy and uh figure out what what this version of the Sea Bears needs me to do and then do that. Is the British League
0: done before the CEBL season begins? What's the overlap there?
1: <laughs> yeah, the championship the championship is like May 19th, so yeah, that's before the CEBL like if depending on how far we get like I might miss a little bit of training camp, but even, even, uh, even without, even without that, like I'll be able to be there throughout the, throughout the whole season.
0: Okay. And I'm curious, what's, how different is life off the court in summer in Winnipeg compared to winter
1: in England? Oh man. I mean, it's way different. You know, it's, you know how it is in the summer. You know you love life. It's sun comes out. You know it's a lot of lot. Of, you know I, I also that there, granted, there's there's a lot going on in Winnipeg over the summer. You know right. you got the Goldies, you got the Bombers, you got you you know you got all that. So it's a little different. And to me, it's like it's kind of like more like America. Like I feel more like at home over here. It's more like I'm overseas. You know, so I'm kind of just you know kind of tucked away a little bit, just just focusing on the season and you know getting in the gym and things like that so i mean obviously the summer summer is always fun right you got to have you got to try to have fun in the summer but it, it was great to be in winnipeg over the summer and seemed like uh it was a lot you know our team would get us out and things like that so it was cool
0: and i always like asking people when they're overseas this question how's the food where you are
1: i mean it's okay it's all right i i don't i think I'm I'm taking America for sure and Canada over it for sure, I know that. But uh, they they just they they season their they they season their stuff differently out here, or like not really that much. And like it's just different. I feel like they got more of an emphasis on like carbs out here, as opposed to like the proteins and things like that. So, I mean, just, we do we have a lot this of carbs here
0: too. But I think they they like to boil a lot of stuff. England
1: yeah yeah it's different
0: yeah well Teddy appreciate your time today thanks for this congrats again on the new contract and we'll see you in the spring
1: yeah for sure appreciate you
0: it's part one of my Super Bowl preview tonight with Skyler Peters in the regular season he went 47 41 and 2 picking against the spread that's just just profitable Five and four in the playoffs and we're going to get to the game pick on Friday show but tonight we're going to focus on prop bets because holy smokes there's a lot of prop bets you could lay some change on so let's head into the sports book and see what we like for the big game you've been all over Kansas City this entire postseason so I'm curious to know if you're looking at Chiefs props more so than Niners props for yeah. Sunday.
2: I think if, if you're taking a side on on the spread or you know obviously the money line um, even in the over you know like I just, I just think that you know it's probably part of your strategy that you know over receptions for a player over yards if, if you're cheering for the over
0: so you're saying if this team unders, wins these things will happen. Yeah. So I might as well go with these two
2: and that's kind of how I I approach it now with the system in my head that what what will the Chiefs need to do to be successful and to beat this Niners defense Um, and a big part of that is obviously it's going to be Travis Kelsey he's the X factor you know there's not really anyone that can guard him he's still proven that with the you know 11 catches and 100 yards or whatever he had in the uh, AFC championship there against Baltimore line is six and a half catches for Kelsey Uh, I think that's a little high I'm going to stay away from that one I do see a lot of pros are taking the over so um, they seem to like that like I mean obviously uh, if if Kelsey has a quiet game or or doesn't perform I don't think the they're going to win. Uh, the player I do really like uh, in this game in the past game is Rasheed Rice. Mm. Little quiet the last two playoff games: forty-seven and forty-six yards against uh, Buffalo and Baltimore, respectively. I do think that. Kyle Shanahan and uh, this San Francisco defense is going to give so much attention to Kelsey that it is going to free up a guy like Rice. Also, a guy, um, you know, that can, he's kind of like Debo Samuel. He's very versatile, and, you know, you'll see him run the odd jet sweep, the end arounds. You know, he he can go after a deep ball. He's not their primary deep ball target, um, but he'll do a lot of damage, you know, in the middle of the field against the linebackers. So I do like his over catches, which I think is a little juiced up right now at four and a half. Um, and then also his over receiving yards which i got at 62 and a half um, about five six days ago and i think it's now about 66 67 and a half. so uh, clearly some sharps are hitting that
0: yeah it's it's locked right now on playnow.com but you can also there's so many options for betting on super Bowl. you can pick which yards if you want 70 plus it's minus yep. 106 for 80 plus plus 145 90 plus, it's plus 215 if you think he's going to have a, a big breakout game.
2: If you're a big fan of a player, um, that it's called the escalator. Um, so, sh- sure, take the over, make that... You know the the meat of your bet, but then right. throw half of it on yeah that whatever that next milestone is. It's going to be a plus number, and then maybe you know throw a couple bucks on the the crazy the hundred yard. I did that with Justin Jefferson in the Vikings final regular season game. He had 198 yards yeah. or something crazy like that, um, and I could have rode that escalator all the way up to 150 plus. Right, I stopped at 125, but uh, yeah, I mean it's uh, very lucrative if you if you guess right on that as well. Uh, and you know even if he just clears that line by a couple of yards, make sure sure that you know that hitting that over and the amount that you put on it versus what you've put on the further bets uh, at least covers your losses and, and you come out on top by a little bit or, or at least even
0: i'm curious about kansas city first half props because so far in the playoffs we saw last week against baltimore they did everything in the first and did nothing in the second mm-hmm. very similar against uh, buffalo fourth quarter did nothing uh, and travis kelsey specifically has had huge first half numbers in the playoffs and it's definitely dipped in the second half is there a, an angle you can take on that? I uh,
2: One thing that's actually turned out pretty profitable this season, and I have done this uh, during the regular season, I don't think I've done it in the playoffs, is uh, second half unders involving Kansas City mm. um, because they play at one of the slowest paces in the league in the second half. Um, whether that be uh, Spagnuolo's defense, obviously uh, they do a good job. There. It's been you know exceptional and not talked about enough, I really don't think, uh, the, the job this KC defense has done this year. But also, um, you know, Kansas, that he's often in control of football games they like to use the run game they have a good run game with isaiah pacheco uh his over also 67 66 and a half or so in the rush game i like that and i do like his under in the receiving game um you know i think they're gonna they're gonna try to stick to that game plan if you like casey to win hopefully it's not going to be a, a 10 point comeback like it was four years ago for them you know a little more control this time around but uh you know if, if they do stay out in front whether it be a touchdown a field goal a little bit more more than that, they're going to try to, to run this thing down and, and not give uh, San Francisco the ball and, and let them do any damage offensively. So second half unders, uh, and the nice thing about KC uh, is they do a lot of damage in the first half, and sometimes by halftime you only got money in your pocket, which is which is pretty cool. So
0: What about the idea of betting Kansas City to win both halves? There, got, yes. there are bets out there where you can bet this the, a team to win the first half in the game, and especially if it's a money line favorite, that's a way to bring that number down. Yeah, it's called the double result.
2: Uh, you can find that, you know, in the props page, I think, um, pretty well everywhere, on, yeah, on any site. So double result for the Super Bowl. If you're uh, of the liking, uh, like me, you think Kansas City, or you hope at least, uh, are, are going to be out in front. And this can't be a 10-10 game at half. This is a three-way market. So they do have to have a lead at halftime, obviously when the game you after. You can also bet Ty. Yes, uh, and that is very lucrative. Uh, Ty and Kansas City Chiefs, second half, uh, so say it's 10-10, the Chiefs pull out the win, plus 1,800, 1,8-1. Wow. Casey to stay in control win this football game all the way through, plus 200. The Niners to do the same, plus 145, obviously, uh, because they're the money line favorite as well, and if, uh, you know, there's another comeback in the Chiefs, or maybe the Niners can exercise some demons, come back in the second half, uh, then you're talking a little more lucrative, plus 600, but um, not an, uh, certainly not as high as, uh, you know, if we see a, a tied ball game, either at, after the first half, we go, uh, go into overtime for the- the second time in three years all
0: right before i get into some of the the weird props because those are always fun too uh, touchdown scoring props are obviously a very popular one and i think i don't know how much money is going to come in because of taylor swift but <laughs> i feel like travis kelsey touchdown props might get uh, bet pretty hard uh there's not really any value in christian mccaffrey never has touchdown. Been. <laughs> It's it's a big minus number it's plus to get him to score two though so is there an idea of all right, well if he's gonna score one, there's a chance he scores two and that's plus two fifteen on play now, as opposed to one is minus two thirty three to just score, which is insane. Yeah, I I
2: if you think that the Niners are going to score three touchdowns, there's probably a better chance than not that Christian McCaffrey's going to have two of them. And he doesn't have to run the football. Nope, this is any touchdown. He's he's been an excellent receiver this year. Uh, His over catches consistently at three and a half. Uh, There's probably some big time juice on the over this time around. I would take that again as well, especially if they're behind in this game, trying to catch up. Um, But yeah, I mean, anybody to score two, even Travis to get a couple of course is going to be a a pretty popular one. Travis Kelsey to get two touchdowns uh, is the next guy behind McCaffrey at plus three seventy five, uh, two or more for Christian plus one sixty two, and only plus five fifty for him to score three that's touchdowns uh, in the Super Bowl, which is that's absolutely... like Mark
0: Valdez can't to score one. Yeah, pretty well, basically
2: uh, the only player that would you know be a threat to score that's on the field all the time uh, is like Brock Purdy to rush for a touchdown. Another good one, uh, Patrick Mahomes using his legs as well over on the rush yards. I think it's in the mid twenties, mm. uh, and uh, him to score a touchdown four years ago in the Miami Super Bowl uh, against these Niners. I did take him twenty to one to score the first touchdown of the game, which he did, Oh. and uh, rode that the rest of the night. Lost a bunch of other bets along the way, <laughs> and still made money. Okay. So um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna run that back just uh, more for the laughs than anything. But uh, I mean, obviously with this San Francisco defense, uh, they're gonna have to force Mahomes to create. I don't think he's gonna have a ton of design runs but he's probably going to get out of the pocket and scramble a couple of times and he's kind of underrated with his legs we don't think of him as a uh you know brilliant runner or, or that much of a threat but uh, i mean he extends plays and and he can certainly pick up a couple first downs
0: so one of those bets i've seen on on many sites is travis kelsey going to propose to taylor Swift. <laughs> and
2: i can't I, believe you could bet like i feel like that you can't bet on things like that but you can you can it's bet on, on love duel. you can bet yes. on love it's
0: on playnow.com okay and uh plus 1060 for yes and minus 3334 for no. So you got to <laughs> pay a lot of number. juice. That's another interesting. Did they interesting... call an
2: actuary and be like, "All right, what are the chances here?"
0: I I don't think that's going to happen. I think that's too public. If,
2: if you want to put 20 bucks on it and, you know, be fine lighting it on fire
0: for the chance to
2: to say you did,
0: you quintuple know? it.
2: Yeah, I I just I don't know, but Taylor Swift announced a new album at the Grammys, and someone said uh, on Twitter, uh, Taylor Swift would be the kind of person to get engaged at a wedding. Mm. So, you know, maybe this is okay. something that's on, and it kind of does check out. I'm, I'm a fan of hers. Kansas and City that.
0: has to win for this to happen, of course.
2: Yes. So, just invest in the money line people. <laughs> just just, uh, just take there, the Moneyline. There's,
0: there's a lot of Taylor Swift props. We can't talk about the Super Bowl without talking about Taylor Swift. Uh,
2: Over under on the Anthem.
0: Reba McIntyre. Do you have a time on there? A very low time. Yeah, I thought it was. 87.5 seconds. That's a minute 27. 27. Um, We often see that over under around two minutes. So I don't know if there's a market correction or they just think, oh, Reba's fast. I'm not too familiar with her anthem oeuvre, but (laughs) that's a low number. And by the way, over is minus 185. So no one's taking the under on that. So Um, it's a stay away. That's a classic prop. Yeah, that and
2: that's when I like playing. It's it's fun. You get things going right off the Before bat. Kick obviously, off,
0: you've either lost or won money. And it's a fun. With the coin toss.
2: It's a fun sweat. It's not like you're looking at George Kittle and be like, "All right, man, I need two catches from you." Like the anthem is going to happen and whether or not it lasts long enough is uh, it's a fun one Uh, Chris Stapleton last year that was amazing first of all great way to start the game had Nick Sirianni crying Um, that was about 147 148 and he went uh, under I remember that Uh, and I think I've gone under on three or four in a row and I think I've hit about three or four in a row too so uh, this one's going to be an overplay for me and and it will be invested and even even with that juice
0: all right a couple other ones here we've got uh, on play now. There's some really fun ones like Drake curse. Which team apparel will Drake be wearing on Super oh. Bowl Sunday? How many times will Taylor Swift be shown on the broadcast? Over five and a half is minus one sixty. Uh, will she be shown during the national anthem? Yes is minus one thirty five. No minus one hundred five. Uh, we've also got will Jason Kelsey be shown with his shirt off? Uh, yes plus one fifty.
2: I I think Buffalo was the aberration. He behaved. Uh, Against Baltimore, by all accounts, anyway, and and uh, I would expect on the biggest stage in a game that he played in last year, um, he'll be having fun but responsibly.
0: So, will Zach Colaris be shown yeah, in the box I, with Taylor Swift? I know saw this. Is minus eight hundred? But if you believe in in the bombers, four to one odds that he'll be shown um, in the background somewhere.
2: Really good friends with Travis. I think they were high. Or, they were um, college roommates, right? They were roommates when they at played Cincinnati. together in Cincinnati. Yep. So, uh, good chance Zach's, Zach's down there. We we could probably get some intel from uh, <laughs> from a Bombers source or two. And we know don't some say guys. So out here, um, uh, we'll see.
0: Uh, there's how long after kickoff will Taylor Swift be shown? Which is insane. There's a bunch of again. There's a lot of Taylor Swift. Yeah. This is my favorite Taylor Swift bet. Will Travis Kelsey have more receptions than Swift Grammy nominations? So many, the number is 6. Okay. Yes is -180. But yeah, I
2: I say I say Trav has 9 catches. He's going to go yeah. 9 for 10. Um and the Chiefs are hopefully going to play a clean game. If you believe in the Chiefs to win, by the way, just to go back to the football one, one yeah, I wanted yeah. to mention, uh, Patrick Mahomes to not throw an interception is minus 105. Juice favors him to throw one. Hmm. Obviously, this Niner secondary is very good. Um, and, uh, you know, the D-line can force some some bad throws and, and rush the play. But uh, I think if you believe Kansas City is going to win. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, by the way, in his three Super Bowls, four interceptions. Yeah. Not, not very clean play. Uh, and hopefully this is the difference. But we'll
0: see. And we cannot have a Super Bowl prop conversation without talking about what color liquid will be poured on the winning coach. Red is the favorite at plus 200, then orange, purple, yellow slash green, blue, clear. And if for some reason there's no liquid, that's that's plus 2000. If there's no Gatorade bath.
2: Well, I'd love to know. If there's ever not been, gay, I feel like that's... I mean, in the
0: modern era, I, I, it has to happen.
2: Yes. Ever since the whenever the first time was, it's probably happened. Hal Shanahan
0: or Andy Reid is going to be covered in a sugary drink at some point on Sunday night.
2: Yeah, it was uh, in the um, Tampa Bay one. It was blue. Uh, that was about plus 600, plus 500 at the time. Everyone's on the red because the two teams were red, obviously. Um, I think it just kind of depends what color of Gatorade that teams like to drink. No. Um, so I would say like, what's your favorite? My favorite's orange. So I'm I'm probably going to go with orange.
0: Plus 250. There you yeah. go. Uh, personally, I like blue the most. I, I do enjoy blue. I just don't think that's going to be blue. For some okay. reason, so Skylar likes uh, orange. I'm going orange. Plus yeah, two fifty. You're yeah. gonna just a, just a little sprinkle on that. I'm gonna
2: have to put some money in the Play Now account because their props are uh, a little more fun than Bet three six five. So the business on three six five, the pleasure okay. on Play Now. It's yes,
0: uh, playnow.com has a lot of fun options if you want to go on there. So Skylar's, we've offered you some options here uh, on the air. Take them or leave them, but the the big picks coming up on Friday. The yeah. the, the the winner. MVP, mm-hmm. over-under, that kind of stuff. We'll do that on Friday. Skylar, appreciate your time as always. And, uh, yes, sir. Get your get your research done for Friday night.
2: Look, oh, the, uh, the picks are in, buddy. Okay. They, they've been in for a while. Okay. So looking forward to chatting about it.
0: Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine so farewell until we meet again